Today on Gamerhead Radio, episode 64! <laughs> Gamerhead Radio starts now. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to Gamerhead Radio. I am Viking Jesus Mike Nemitz, the man that really, really wants to play Watch Dogs but can't. <laughs> oh, I, I, I'm so angry at Ubisoft right now. It's not even funny, but we'll we'll we'll, we'll get to that in a second. Um, joining me, um, Goat is not here today. He's enjoying a, a White Sox game today. Um, great day for uh, Chicago sports between a White Sox game, uh, Blackhawks versus the Kings, uh, Game 7 in the series, and WWE Payback being in town. Uh, you've got a lot of options if you're a Chicago sports fan. Queens are going down. Yeah. Um, <laughs> you said Queens. <laughs> <laughs> it's a city. Anyway. Um, there, uh, yeah, there are many. You know, I, 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 those who know me know I don't really care about sports at all, but I do care about geeks. And so, um, you know, Will Wheaton and... Um, Steptoe and uh, E and you know other people in the um, in the geek community out there who I know are, are Kings fans. Um, I, I'm sorry that your team is going to lose tonight. That's all. I <laughs> all the respect in the world, but uh, yeah. Well, whatever. Yeah. I'm I, I'm just um, I, I'm hoping that the, the Kings lose out just because um, of several brethren I know that are going to be covering E3 in a couple weeks. Um, and speaking from experience, when the Kings are in the Stanley Cup Finals during E3 across the street from the convention center, <laughs> oh. it's a nightmare. Just, oh my god, just... So these are brethren that you don't like very much, is what you're saying. Oh no, I like, I like those people. It's just, I feel bad for them, because if they have to deal with the Kings being in the Stanley Cup Finals, and E3, and everything else that's going around literally in that same block, right. I... I I uh, I have a lot of sympathy for them because yeah. I had to deal with that. Anyway, so like I said, Goat's not here today, but filling in as a spot, of course, is our friend Dan Hotkey. Everyone should have a hobby, don't you think? Man is making love. Emphasis on the H. <laughs> <laughs> you seem well, to do that. Huh? You seem to do. You seem to really like emphasizing H's oh. in last names. Don't get me started, Charlie Worthley. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I had to. Yeah, you I, set me I up know, for I it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I see yeah. the rage. <laughs> Good job hitting that softball. <laughs> <laughs> and of course, sitting over there is the Technotronic Corn himself, Mr. Charlie Worthley. Candy Mountain, Charlie. It's, one of the, it's a day, and I'm here, and it's a day. It is a day. Yes. <laughs> um, well, actually, it's afternoon. It's still day. It's still day. The, the sun's sun, still up. Right I can see it. I don't like it. Um, <laughs> it likes you. Get away from me, son. <laughs> I had to put a restraining order out for a reason. <laughs> if I could do that. And if the son would abide by it. Anyway. Yes, um, you should absolutely try and put a restraining order uh, order against the son. Let me know how that goes. Will do. Um, <laughs> so, uh, not a lot of stuff going on in games, um, which is appropriate. Usually if you release a game the week of and the week before E3, it's usually a death trap because no one will pay attention because, you know, E3. Um, however, the games that are coming out this week are Murdered Soul Suspect on virtually everything except Nintendo platforms. Um, 
And Tamodachi Life, only on Nintendo platforms. <laughs> um, so uh, you, you've got your choice of either a creepy detective game featuring a weird guy or a murdered soul suspect. Ah, see what I did there. Uh, anyway, um, you never tire of that joke format. <laughs> I will never get tired of that joke format. Um, thank you, Craig Ferguson. Anyway, uh, Dan, what did you play this week? Uh, finally threw Halo Four into my 360. Oh, wow! Yeah, only well, about, I, I only played about like a year the... and a half late. It happens. I've been enjoying it. I like the Forerunner weapons. Mm-hmm. Uh, that, I love how they like just float together. Yeah, that's yeah. been my favorite part of that game yeah. is just the weapons. Other than that, uh, Watch Dogs, obviously, uh, and didn't really get to play anything this weekend other than Professor Layton and the Miracle Mask. Mister, I've got a full-time job and two kids, you know. <laughs> hey, hey, I'm remember lucky. I said, I, remember what I said last week about don't get, you won't get burnt out of games if you have a life? I think Dan's the epitome of that. <laughs> Hey, I'm lucky if I get an hour of games in a night I, I, without passing out. I've, I understand that, <laughs> Mr. Postman. Charlie. Well, um, so I actually, right after we recorded last week, I played through um, the newest episode of um, uh, Walking Dead. Yeah. And uh, pretty much what you guys said. It's uh, just it's still ramping up on that one. Right. Um, I, I had a question. Um, without an being too spoilery, you had said that... Um, Wait, I, after I assume after you played the episode, you mm-hmm. you had said online on on uh, Facebook or whatever that uh, that the episode had convinced you that you were a bad person and you didn't care. Yeah. Can you say without being spoilery what you were referring to? Uh, I let a young girl um, watch things. Oh, gotcha. <laughs> okay, then me too. <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah, that, that, that whole part is just like, I'm corrupting her, but I don't care. <laughs> I like to think of it as strengthening. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go with that. I yeah. like that. Yeah. That's, that, that. That's fluffier. Yeah, in that world, um, yeah. that's um, So anyway, Walking yeah. Dead, what yeah. else? Um, and um, I did play Watch Dogs on the day that I got it. <sighs> and in solidarity with you, I have not played it since. Wait, have you just not had time, or you? you, you... No, no, I absolutely had time. I just I, I chose not to play it, Aww. just because you couldn't play it, and absolutely Aww. not because I'm scared of my save file being corrupted. <laughs> <laughs> we'll get to that in a moment. Folks. <laughs> Trust me, I've got I've I've got a bomb that's ready to burst, and it's just, uh, <laughs> um. And you just went to the bathroom, so it's not that. <laughs> Oh, well, it could have been. <laughs> so I began the week playing Watch Dogs. And uh, then? And then <laughs> I didn't play Watch Dogs anymore. Why is that? Because the game decided it didn't want to load past 90% on the loading screen, and now it, now it won't continue onward unless I do a new game. But that's okay. That, 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 that's today's feature, folks, is just, just well, yeah, we'll ranting. So, so we'll, we'll, we'll yeah. get into that. Um, so because I couldn't play Watch Dogs any longer, I managed, but before it glitched out on me, I managed to get a good 18 hours into it total. Um, but uh, so I went back to, and, and then I looked at my backlog, and a couple of people saw this on Facebook. Um, my backlog is currently filled with seven JRPGs. Uh. Seven! 
JRPG. <laughs> so let's see, seven times and forty some hours. Collected. Some of those are collections, like the Kingdom Hearts one and the Final Fantasy one. Some of them are MMOs, so they don't actually end, like Final Fantasy fourteen. <laughs> so, so and then there's like Tales of Zillia, which has two stories. Technically, well, technically, that depends on how you play. I know it's not two stories. I'm, I'm well, whose perspective you yeah, want to yeah, see yeah, it wh- from? Whatever, I, I know what I meant. So, speaking of, if you want pink or blue? Speaking <laughs> of something, um, I, I saw that um, I, I came across my radar that Watch Dogs ships on two discs for the 360, which yes. doesn't surprise me at all. <laughs> but in that in that same period of time, I also discovered that Wolfenstein: The New Order ships on four discs on the 360. Yeah, is I that we, right? I think we mentioned that a few weeks ago. Oh, did uh, we? Oh, I'm not remembering that right now. But that's okay. You were, you were like three beers in at that point. <laughs> yeah, <fair laughs> um, yeah, four discs. I have someone who bought it on 360, and they opened up. They're just like. How many games have done that? Fun fact, the only two games in history that have shipped with four discs on uh, Xbox 360 are Wolfenstein The New Order and Lost Odyssey. Which that was, was a fantastic game. Four discs. Yeah, it's insane. Which is weird. That's like two hours a disc. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Two or three hours a disc. Wow. That's mildly insane. Anyway. Um, so yeah, there's that. Um, so I spent the rest of my time this week going through like all the free games I'd gotten through like games with gold and P- PlayStation Plus and stuff like that that I haven't gotten around to. After I played episode four of The Wolf Among Us, which was, eh, whatever. It 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 was it, it was pro- it's probably the low point of the series, but the, the the preview for the last episode in the season alone was like ah, I want it, you know, that kind of thing. Um, so I played that. I played um, Iron Brigade. I played. Gosh, what else did I play? I played. I already played. I, I already played Outlast. Did I play? Yeah, I played Outlast. Um, I played Mercenary Kings on PS4. I played. That's an interesting game. It was. It's. It, it's very Contra and Metal Slug esque, but I couldn't really get into it because it was too hard. I've for played it for like 20 minutes and I can see how people would like it, but you know, you, you guys know me in retro, so. <laughs> um, so I played those. Uh, currently, I, I actually got a lot of time in uh, WWE 2K14 this week. I don't know why. I haven't actually touched the game in a couple months, but I, suddenly I just went back to it for no apparent reason. Um, and then uh, the past few days I've been playing Dust in Elysian Tale, which is actually really good. Um, I'm on the last chapter, I think. Oh, I also played... Um, that was one of the free Xbox Live games of gold recently, right? Yeah. Uh, not this last time because that was Saints Row, but the time before that. Speaking of which, uh, speaking of Saints Row for free on Xbox Live, um, which is no longer a thing. Right, right now, it's Dark Souls, I think. Um, which I should look into. Um, <laughs> no, fuck that game. <laughs> Absolutely not. Yeah, you're right. Um... So, a couple days ago, this is the most... Uh, you guys know that I work at Best Buy as asset protection, which means I have to make sure that people don't steal. Noticed a kid tried to put a copy of Saints Row the Third in his backpack. He gets up to the front, and I tell him, it's like, you know that's free on Xbox Live right now, right? <laughs> <laughs> and he just kind of looked at me, confused, and then I saw him go back to the video game section, <laughs> put it back on the shelf, and walk out. <laughs> oh, that is amazing. So, <laughs> number one way to prevent theft in a Best Buy is to tell them something's free. 
<laughs> How old was this kid, would you say? Oh, uh, he was riding a skateboard, so he didn't drive, so he couldn't have been more than 16. He was probably like 13 okay. or so. Wow. By the way, folks, if you hear jingling, we uh, apologize, but don't apologize. Uh, we are currently joined by a four-legged friend in the studio. Yes, he's a dog who's watching us. Ah, watchdog <laughs> joke. Yeah. Anyway, uh, that's what we did this week in games. Let's see what the industry did this week in games. Coming in at number five... Uh, PlayStation 4 exclusive, ye olde London, steampunk-ish third-person shooter, uh, Order 1886 has apparently been delayed to 2015, even though it never really had a solid release date to begin with. Um, so there's that. Um, is delayed really the right word for that? More like... That was the, that was the exact word that... Oh, Maggie... I'm going more on the fact it's finally getting closer to a release date instead of speculation. Well, see, here's the thing. Confirmed, uh, it's not canceled. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, the PlayStation blog themselves said it's delayed to 2015, sorry, but here's a new trailer. And so everyone's like, you never gave us a release date in the first place. And I don't think anybody expected it to come out this year, so... Whatever. Um, Still looks awesome. It does look really cool. I'm only a little bit nervous because it's being developed by Ready at Dawn, and they've been kind of... Hit or miss. They made the on the one hand they made the portable God of War games, which were fantastic. On the other hand, they made the portable Resistance games, which were not fantastic. So, um, hey, you gotta take the good with the bad. Yeah, I, I uh, if <laughs> so, if uh, I think if Ready at Dawn can pull it off, I'm, I'm very excited to see it. Even though a lot of people are just like, oh, it's just a third person shooter. And it's like it's a third person shooter that takes place in ye olde London. I'm going to keep saying it that way, just because it's steampunk. London. It had me at steampunk. <laughs> it had a lot of people at steampunk and werewolves and ye old London. <laughs> I'm sorry. I just love speaking in a weird, really bad British accent. Charlie was taking, Charlie was taking thing, pictures you know, of us because we're both petting cats. So they're gonna switch in. Just be like, no, you're going to Scotland. <laughs> <laughs> I'd be okay with that too. You'd be going to ye old Scotland. That was horrible, and I apologize <laughs> to my Scottish friends. Anyway, so yeah, if you were looking for a good PS4 exclusive, sorry, got to wait a little bit longer. But speaking of PlayStation, coming in at number four, uh, Sony announced that if you've ever wanted to be a part of the Sony E3 experience, well, good for you. Um, Sony is taking kind of that experience and bringing it to movie theaters across the country. Um approximately 40 to 50 theaters nationwide um, and some in Canada will uh, will be streaming the PlayStation press conference for E3 for free um, and attendees even get some sort of free gift at the end of the uh, at the end of the press conference mm. um, and before any of you ask immediately after this announcement went out I looked to see any lo- nearby theaters the only one was in Chicago and it was sold out already <laughs> Oh, well. So, but I'm on the waiting list, so if if anything becomes available, then suddenly, hey, we're in. Um, So instead of just watching it at home, I can go to a theater. I I mean, I know it's free, but... Well, see, here's the thing, and and for us, too, because it would be an hour drive for us, but some people, they, like, don't even have it in their state, so I kind of feel for them. I see what they're kind of doing here. There's always been companies that have been trying to... 
um, perfect the E3 experience for consumers. Because obviously, you know, if you're pressed, you're pressed. I've been to E3 twice, and while the, you know, the atmosphere has a certain electricity to it, it's really nothing that you. Jesus, I know. I saw your hand earlier. It's like, oh, okay. <laughs> It's really nothing that you would get a lot of enjoyment out of as just a spectator. Like, everything there is molded to be, like, for press and for the industry and, and stuff like that. And I've always said, whenever like whenever I tell people that I've been to E3, and they're just like, oh, you're so lucky. I'm like, no, 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 no. <laughs> Unless you're covering it, the best place to experience E3 is sitting on your couch at home watching Spike TV stream all the press conferences and stuff like that. So, And I still stand by that. Um, and I think this... Um, I think what Sony's trying to do with the whole movie theater thing is kind of the best of both worlds. Like, you don't have to fly to Los Angeles and deal with all sorts of people that don't necessarily speak English, that are hard to communicate with, that are just running from point A to point B to do an interview and stuff like that. You you don't have to deal with any of that. You just sit there and just watch the future happen. That should While be a tagline. Sony, get a hold of me. <laughs> While eating popcorn. While eating popcorn. You I know. guarantee you some theater finds a way to throw previews in. I wouldn't <laughs> doubt it. I wouldn't be surprised if previews were part of the presentation. <laughs> By the way, guys, we just uh, released Last of Us HD on PS4, even though it was HD on PS3, so it's really not HD. It's just, again. <laughs> okay, everybody, before you watch two hours of trailers, here's some trailers. <laughs> And that's something, I, I think we're going to get more into this once we actually break into our full E3 coverage uh, starting next week and stuff like that. God, that's starting next week. Yep. Um, Charlie is going to hate us by this time in two weeks. Not not you, Dan. You'll be fine. You're, you'll, you'll be sitting at home laughing at us. I might just require us to do single-take episodes. I'm, I'm just, just going to take it as is and throw it up because I don't think I have time to edit all that. I mean, that's what I did. <laughs> you know, and I, don't I, think I be... know. It's better now. <laughs> I know. <laughs> um, and it's archived. <laughs> Shut up, Dan. <laughs> <sighs> Man, I remember, side note, I remember when we had Dan on the show for the first time a year ago and he said like two things the entire th time and now he's like doing an admirable job at trying to fill in for Goat here. Hey, it works. <laughs> um... God, he's making window jokes. He's throwing... He's hey, throwing, I haven't hit the window yet. I didn't pull the chair away. <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I, I kind of like the companies trying to like meld the E3 experience between press and uh, consumer and stuff like that. And that's one of the reasons why I like that Nintendo is putting their demos at like Best Buys and stuff like that. I just wish, for the love of God, I just wish that they would have it at more Best Buys. Because uh, as it stands, there's only three Best Buys in the entire state of Illinois that are hosting at the Nintendo E3 event. Luckily, one is within relatively reasonable driving distance from where we all are. So. Where's the next closest one? Mall of America? No, um... Is there another one in Illinois? There's three in the state of Illinois. Oh, okay. Schaumburg was the closest one. Um, Orland Park? It wasn't Orland Park. Um, oh, God, what was it? It's a college town, but I don't remember which college. Oh, um, uh, not DeKalb? Not, no, not DeKalb. Okay. They wouldn't dare bring an event there. <laughs> so uh, then, that um, store is way too small. Like um, Southern? Champaign-Urbana? That one. <laughs> 
Um, I couldn't think of the name. I'm like, okay, it's right there. Yeah, and then, the, and then there's and then there's one more. It was like in Springfield, I think, which is a three hour drive for us. So right. no, um, I'm not gonna drive three hours to play a Smash Bros. demo once. Um, I don't know. Yeah, okay, <laughs> I'm not going to drive three hours to play a Smash Bros. demo once. You can drive, and I will sit there playing okay. my 3DS the entire time. Okay. Um, so, yeah. So, if anybody happens to go to this PlayStation event um, near them, uh, let us know what the free gift is, because I'm really curious if it's going to be something simple like a t-shirt, or if it's going to be something cool like, here's Last of Us HD on PS4. Yeah, <laughs> just, It's something like that. So, I don't think it'll be anything ridiculous, because... You know, money, but... Right. Coming in at number three, if you've ever wanted to play cops and robbers as an adult, well, you could. You just need to, you know, be a cop and or a robber. Um, or have kids. Or have kids. <laughs> That's a good point. I'm usually the bad guy somehow. That doesn't surprise <laughs> me. Um, but you'll be able to, uh, in video game form, with Battlefield Hardline coming allegedly later this year... Um, Battlefield Hardline was leaked a couple days ago, and then less than 24 hours after that, EA officially confirmed it and said, you'll find out more about it at E3. An hour after they said that, a trailer leaked for it that was seven minutes long, which shows off the whole, you know, restructured campaign called OMA, where you play as cops in Omaha. Um, <laughs> And then, you know, using all this state-of-the-art police tech, like a SWAT-themed tank. In Omaha. In Omaha. <laughs> I've been to Omaha. It didn't seem like that. It, it, it wasn't the demilitarized zone or anything like that, okay? No. It was just, it, it's Omaha, Nebraska. They have a very nice artsy district and a really great Mexican place that we found when we were there. But um, for the most part, yeah, no, 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 no military. <laughs> Secret underground tunnels. Paintings. There are paintings and sculptures. No military. And a really nice arena. But anyway, um, I miss that place. But anyway, um, so it looks like the next Battlefield game is taking the fight to our own... Shores, um, which I, I, I do. Any, uh, do any of the people in this room care about Battlefield anymore? Um, uh, it's Charlie. I know you had a lot of issues <laughs> with Battlefield Four when it was out. Well, I mean, yeah, and a I lot mean, of people did. Yeah, and to the point where I haven't gone. You know, I, I haven't. You know, I, I sent it back to GameFly, and I never finished the campaign because I, I didn't want to play it, that mission, mission again for the fifth time. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so I mean, like, you know. I, I might go back to it and play it again at some point. But, you know, I've said before, the Call of Duty and the Battlefield games, they're my Michael Bay, you know, yeah. video games. It's like... They're, they're, good, they're good for a few hours of just mindless... Mindless you know, explosions and, you know, I mean, like, yeah, they're not going to win any... And now there'll be you know, police tactical explosions. Right. So, I mean, you know... It's, <laughs> I, I'm interested in that there'll, there'll probably be some cool, like, you know, set-piece moments with, like buildings falling down and just like it'll be you know there'll probably be some technical moments in there that are, that are kind which of is, neat to see but I mean, which is weird i would imagine if there's big things like that happening where buildings are blowing up and stuff like that you wouldn't be calling the police you'd be calling the, you'd, <laughs> you'd yeah. be calling the national guard that's, that's a good point actually i wonder how because i mean like the, the the trend has been with these games is that they keep on getting bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger now to the point where we have to go into the future to be to continue being able to get bigger and bigger and bigger right and so it's like and that, the, and that's true and they've already confirmed um like with battlefield hardline 
is that the levolution aspect of the battle of the multiplayer maps where you can it'll start off as one map and then events will happen like a building crumbling and then suddenly the map is all different and stuff like that that'll all be there which is weird considering again this is all just supposed to be like police work and i'm not you know i'm not saying that uh, policemen don't deal with serious stuff i'm just saying i don't think they deal with buildings falling over (laughs) so i mean like i wonder if it's going to be like it's those kind of events happening but, you know, it, it's it's the kind of game where they could have just had it be the military, you know, but, but they took that game, and maybe that's how the development started. Maybe they were just making another big military set-piece shooter, and then they said, wait a second, what if we just take this exact thing that we're already making, keep the story and everything the same, but tell this story from the point of view of just the local police force? Yeah. Well, I wonder if it's like that. It could be interesting. I, I, I'm interested to see it regardless. So, um, I mean, that would be an interesting spin. That's something we haven't seen recently, so... Um, you know, just, just, you know, kind of getting down to like, I don't know, the, the, the quote unquote little people and just like seeing how they deal with like the small issues or, right. or, you know, just, you know, stuff like that. It's like, you right. know, it, it's easy, you know, it's well, easy. I say, I, I don't mean easy, but I mean like it's, you know, it, it's one thing to deal with it, situations like this when you've got, you know, the might of the military behind you. It's another thing when all you've got is You're a radio, a radio and a six shooter kind of a thing. Right. So yeah. Not, and a dispatcher that's pissed off. Not really job. a six shooter. I'm just saying like, like a pistol. But is it the old West? <laughs> yes. Ooh, we're going to hear spurs. <laughs> I'm here, the sheriff of Omaha, Nebraska. And with this here six shooter, I'm going to defend all Omaha. And all our stakes. God, I really hope they do now a guest I appearance of Barney Fife. But... <laughs> oh, just have so... Barney Fife just come in really quick. <laughs> um, interesting thing to note, um, or one of the things that grabbed my attention in the leaked trailer is that there's a multiplayer mode that looks an awful lot like the main mode in the uh, Payday games, where it's just a bank robbery mm-hmm. and like you know there's. The teams that have to work on like defending the safe while they break into it, and so so stuff like that, and they fight over money, and then you use that money to buy things and so on. So it looks interesting, but you know we'll see. Coming in at number two, uh, Harmonix shocked the world when they announced a few months ago that they were going to cre- create the world's first musical first-person shooter, and I was excited for it. I was immediately excited for it, Dan. You probably. Did you hear about it? I had heard about it, just didn't pay much attention to it. I'm like, eh, see how this goes. So Chroma was something that was talked about a lot, especially in gaming press and stuff like that, because it was something like it was it was a really bold like project. Like it, it was something that Harmonix had never done before. Of course, it's Harmonix, so they have to work on something musical. But they've obviously never done a first-person shooter before, so everyone was wondering how it would go. Well, the game went into closed alpha. And I know a couple people that were actually in it, and they mm-hmm. told me, you know, behind closed doors, it's just like, this is how it went. It was pretty cool. It had a lot of good ideas, but it wasn't, you know, it wasn't fantastic, you know. And then I said, well, it's in closed alpha. That's, that's why it's not fantastic. There... It was a good first draft. It was a, definitely a first draft. Right, yeah, yeah. Um, uh, and Harmonix themselves this past week said, we realized that the alpha wasn't all it could have been. You know, we we learned a lot from those sessions and we learned a lot from you guys. We're um, pulling focus away from the project for now to be able to um, retool it and effectively head back to the drawing board. Because uh, from what I understand, the um, the music... Like implementation, like uh, like you know, grenades exploding with the downbeat on songs, or like you know, machine gun fire, like adding like sixteenth notes to the music and stuff like that. All of that worked flawlessly. 
a lot of the mechanics um, that you normally find from first-person shooters were a little bit wonky, mm. which makes sense, again, because Harmonix obviously hasn't done a first-person shooter yet. So, you um, think that they want to bring in some outside help on that. I'm really glad that they want to. Um, I really want them to grab, like... You know what would be really cool, and this would never happen? I really want them to have Valve help them. Well, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, as in you want them to help, or yeah, as in it'll never happen. Both. <laughs> <laughs> um, because if the, if we've learned nothing, the undisputed kings of first-person shooters in the past decade have been Valve. Um, I say of the past decade because more than that, and we'd have to go with id Software, and there's no way they're helping. Um, <laughs> so I, I, I'm really excited to see what they can do, at least. Um because I, I was I was really excited about Chroma because, you know, musician um, and fan of harmonics and stuff like that. Um, what this means effectively for anybody that was looking forward to the game is that Chroma is, between the three games we know they're developing, between uh, Fantasia, Music Evolved, um, the Kickstarter... Uh, uh, the Kickstarter-funded Amplitude reboot, and now Chroma. Chroma is now the least focused on because that's more kind of their passion yeah. project right now. It's not, uh, you Gotta know... pay the bills first, and then we'll get back to that. Right, you know, yeah. uh, Fantasia's a big deal because yeah. it's being funded by Microsoft, and uh, Amplitude's a big deal because being funded by people, you mm-hmm. know, and, and, and Chroma's on the back burner now because it's like, well, this is an idea. Not a, we'll think of what uh, we can do. Not with a polished it. one, but yeah. it's an idea. <laughs> um, but I'm really, fo- I'm, li- I'm really looking forward to see what they can pull off next. And I uh, can say entirely that um, every every announcement Harmonix has had since whatever last um, since the Rock Band at Dance Central games, every announcement they've had since then was just like mind blowing to me. Like it was, uh, like it was like. They're doing this now. They're not just doing, like, another rock band clone or another dancing game. You know, suddenly it's just like, we're going to reboot Amplitude after more than 10 years, you know, off the market. Or we're going to try to blend genres like we never have before. Or we've got the Disney license. Holy fuck. (laughs) (laughs) So, I'm excited. But anyway. Patience, Chromers, Chromers, Chromers. Maybe they should get funded by Google. <laughs> Google Chroma? Yeah? Yeah? No? Just me? Okay. No, no, no. I'll think about it. <laughs> it's an idea. It, it's a start. Thank you, secret technotronic corner yeah. of Google. <laughs> Coming in at number one, uh, EA announced this past week that they unfortunately had to close the doors on Mythic Entertainment. Um, Mythic, uh, if you recognize that name, most notable for doing the Warhammer games, such as Warhammer Online and Warhammer 40K and, and, and stuff like that. Mythic, most well-known recently for uh, being, quote-unquote, forced to uh, do a reboot of Dungeon Keeper, which many people weren't a fan of because it had tons of microtransactions and lost all the um, charm that the original games had and stuff like that, and it was just a a mess. Charlie, did you look into it at all? I know it was a it was a mobile game, and that's more your. No, no. I mean, pretty much, I heard about the controversy with the microtransactions before. Uh, at the same time, the game crossed my radar, and so I I, I decided to save myself from that particular um, well, good. potential trap. Oh, well, good. Um, 
EA said they had to lay off about 27 people, which doesn't seem like that many people for a development studio of that caliber. Um, but I have a feeling they've been downsizing over the years since they acquired Mythic Entertainment. Oh, one, good, one good thing is uh, they're trying to find them jobs in that central market, kind oh. of. like. So they say... Well, but. I have no doubt that they're helping them like land on their feet and stuff like that. And again, you know, I've always said it whenever a studio closes down, one of the best things to see um, when an announcement like this breaks is to just look on Twitter and look at all these people from like, you know, websites like Polygon or Joystick and stuff like that. And people are retweeting like, hey, give this person a job. They just lost their job at Mythic or hey, give this person a job. They just lost their job at LucasArts, you know, or something like that. That's one of the coolest things to see. And probably one of the only moments that the entire gaming industry feels like it's one like cohesive family instead of just, you know. I can't think of another industry where I see that. Really, I mean, I can't it's either, like actually, I mean, no. like, you are competitors. I mean, really, I mean, when it comes down to it, it's like you want your game to sell more than the other company's game. I mean, right. like that that's kind of how you keep your job is because your game sells better. Right. And so, you know, it's when those studios close down, it isn't haha, we won. It's. You know, it's like that—that's like every other industry in the right. world. But exactly. it, it's, it seems like video games are like the only industry where you really see that—that that camaraderie of like, okay, you know, I help these it, people out. Yeah. I see. I think a lot of that might be that there's no real, like, obviously we see, you know, corporations like go after each other. Like Activision, Blizzard, and EA will be fighting each other until the day they both die mm-hmm. in the year three thousand seventy-six. <laughs> um, but, you know, all the people at, like, ground level who actually develop the games and stuff like that, a lot of them start off as contractors, and they go from team to team. So yeah. I think that's one of the reasons why we see that kind of, like, uh, you know, that, like, brotherhood, that, like you said, camaraderie, where just everyone's just, like, comes together because everyone knows each other. Yeah, like, that's true. Like, that's one thing I've learned about being a part of, you know, gaming press for the past few years It's that... I know this guy that writes for this website. I know this guy that writes for this website. I mean, even ask matches. You know, he writes for Comic Vine, and he's still friends with people who write about comics at, like, you know, IGN and whatever. It's not, you know, a competition thing by any means. It's just like, hey, we're friends, and we do similar things. My thing is better, but still, yeah. you're, you're a pretty okay person. <laughs> yeah, it's a competition, but only when they're on the clock. Off the clock, we're all friends. Right, so... And that's that, that's something cool you definitely see. That that is one of the things I like most about E3 is that you start to see, um, you know, like I've already seen plans for like uh, Brian Crescenti, who's the news editor for Polygon. He used to be editor in chief of Kotaku, and so him and like a couple of the editors from Kotaku that used to work under him, like they're planning to get together at a party and stuff like that. And then you see people that like used to work together, like talk to each other and hang out. It's like it's weirdly nostalgic, even though you had no part. And it's just like, oh, that's cute. It's like a high school reunion, except without without bringing your significant others and being all, ha, see, married this. (laughs) All that makes me think of is The Rock. Charlie had a bit of an evil laugh when I mentioned that, which makes me think he's done that. It's about the only reason why I went to my high school reunion, so I could show off Michelle. (laughs) All I think of is The Rock when he's like... Winners go home and fuck the prom queen. <laughs> <laughs> what? What is that from? Have you ever seen The Rock? The Rock. Oh, I Wait, thought he meant The Wrestler. Sorry. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> what did he say? No, 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 the, the movie. The movie. Yeah. Okay. With, yeah, Sean Connery, yeah. Okay, so. It's like Bay. Carla yeah, Michael was Michael the Bay. prom queen. <laughs> <laughs> so, cool. Well, our best, our best to everyone at Mythic. We hope they land on their feet soon because they're all immensely talented people. 
Um, if we were any bigger, I'd offer to help, but Except we're for not. John, so. he's an asshole. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, John from marketing. <laughs> Fuck you, buddy. Hey, just really, if that. there is a John in marketing, <laughs> we're sorry. We're kidding. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> Anyway, that's the top five news stories of the week. Up next, I've got a bone to pick with Ubisoft. Just one? (laughs) (laughs) Several. So, as I said at the top end of the episode, uh, I started off the week playing Watch Dogs and then had to stop due to a bizarre loading glitch. Um, To reiterate what happened, um, every... Every time that I, every time you go into the game, there's a loading screen. There's no loading screens actually like in the game, but when you first get into the world, there's a loading screen. And just the other day, I I was getting ready for work and I'm just like, well, I've got about an hour until I have to leave. I'll just you know knock out a couple side missions or something like that. And so I boot up the game and I get to the loading screen and the loading screen seems to be stuck at like ninety percent. I'm like, okay, no big deal. And so I'm just like, I'll just get dressed for work, you know, and knock out maybe just a few less missions once it's done and stuff like that. That that was him. No, it wasn't. Wasn't me. Wasn't me. My phone's on mute. Mine's on vibrate. You sure about that? Positive. I still have the same notifications I had before. Maggie. (laughs) (laughs) Are you on vibrate? Those goats hiding under the desk and we just don't know it. Oh, songbird. <laughs> right now. <laughs> <laughs> just in time. Anyways. Um, so I thought, no big deal. Maybe it's just taking a little bit extra to load in. Maybe I saved in a weird spot or something like that. So I, I, I just go to get dressed and I come back later and I'm like, it's still stuck in that one spot it hasn't moved at all and so i'm and then at this point i noticed that my ps4 the the fan has kicked it into overdrive it sounds like it's about to take off out the window and so i'm like okay that's really weird and i knew it was the fan because it made that like powering down sound when the disc stops spinning you Mm -hmm. know what i'm talking about Mm -hmm. And so I'm like, okay, this is really bizarre. And so I, I think nothing of it, and I'm like, oh, i got to get to work anyway. And so I, I, I turn off the PS4, and then that was weird because I just went straight into standby mode from the game, and the fan was still going. That's strange. And so I'm like, okay, now I'm panicking my PS4 is broken. And, and so I quick grab every other PS4 game I've got, I throw them in and, and, and stuff like that, and all of them are fine. All of them load up quickly. All of them get into the game. All of them work fine. I'm like, okay, this is really weird. And so I'm, I I go to work. I think nothing of it. But while I'm at work, I start looking up. I hope my boss doesn't listen to this. I know he doesn't, but whatever. I start looking up, like, is anyone else having the problem? And so I just did, like, watchdogs loading screen. And the only thing I really got were a bunch of articles about how Watch Dogs isn't going to have any loading screens. I'm like, yeah, okay. Um, <laughs> Watch Dogs isn't going to have any loading screens on this platform or this platform and stuff like that. And I'm like, okay, whatever. And so I checked the next morning. I checked the Ubisoft support forums, and I noticed this one big thread with only about, tw- only about 15 pages at that point, which isn't a ton. That's only about 150 posts only. Um and they, uh, and the title of the thread is um, the PS4 game stuck at 90%. And I'm like, okay, that's exactly what's going on with mine. 
So I go in there and a bunch of people have mentioned that they're having problems loading and they're all stuck at 90%. They're posting screenshots because on PS4 you can post screenshots. Um, they all post screenshots and things like that and it's it's the same exact thing that I'm encountering and they're just asking Ubisoft just like what, what do we do? You know, we can't we can't even get into the game. Like we can't continue our save file. Some people they've only been playing for a few hours so they have no problem like starting a new game because strangely enough, if you start a brand new game, it loads up just fine. No problem at all. So the save file itself is corrupted somehow. That's what a lot of us were thinking. However, here's, here's where it starts to get interesting. Ubisoft chimed in and said, we don't think it's a corrupted save. We think we know what it is, but just in case, here are these instructions so you can send us your save files so we can see what's going on. And so, you know, while Ubisoft is working on this, people are getting angry and stuff like that, and everyone's trying to figure out, okay, what's the common denominator between all of us? How is this going on? And so everyone figured out two main things. One is that... Everyone redeemed rewards on the Uplay app on their respective console because we quickly found out it's not exclusive to PS4. It's been reported on every platform Watchdog is currently out for. And for the uninitiated, Uplay is? It's the... Uh, on PC, it's like the Steam-esque platform where you download Ubisoft games, and then on consoles, it's just kind of a, a loyalty kind of program where you get points for doing certain achievements in Ubisoft games, and then you could work those back into rewards like special cars or weapons or yeah. whatever. Pretty much anybody who plays a lot of Ubisoft games, like everybody in this room... Yeah. Um, you know, they like like Mike said, different games have different achievements that you know, and you get you uh, play points or whatever they are, and right. then you can trade those points in for uh, for in-game items and perks and whatever. The thing is, is that um, I don't I don't know anybody who's ever wanted every single perk that they could get in every game, and so right. we, we all have a running balance, and so now it's to the point where I don't know about you guys. Yeah. Well, I know you do, Mike. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But uh, whenever we sit down to play a, a, a Ubisoft game, we go into first Uplay. thing we do is we load up Uplay to get all, any perks we want because right. we've got points to spend from other games that we play. Exactly. Yeah. And that's exactly it. You know, before I even started with the campaign, I went into Uplay and just mm -hmm. like I'll get the gold deagle in the car that can't be detected. And it's like those seems like they come in handy, and it's yeah. like cool, no problem. I play for eighteen hours, and then this glitch comes up. Not eighteen hours straight, mind you. Although I. Probably could have if I wanted to, um, but I really didn't want to. Um, I've stayed out of the UPlay store. Yeah, gonna... well, see, the UPlay is only one half of it. The other thing, hmm. not quite as common, is that everyone right before they're hit with the bug seems to report for uh, report getting the geolocated achievement or trophy, hmm. which is the achievement slash trophy you get for checking in at all one hundred hotspots. Oh, and you had done that? No. Oh, oh okay. So, I, so it's not the, both. That's it's, the thing. Oh, okay. I had only gotten about eight of them, and so I got the trophy anyway. And a lot of people said that. They're oh, like, wait, you got the trophy, but you mm -hmm. hadn't done it. Exactly. Oh, interesting. And, a, and about 75% of the people who had the bug reported that. They're just like, I, rec I saw that I got the geolocated trophy, even though I only had like three hotspots. And so everyone was like, what the hell's wrong with that? You know, and stuff like that. Ooh. So... But sorry, so everybody who's gotten the glitch did get the trophy, whether or not they had earned not, it or not? Not everyone. Okay. But uh, but every person who got it and got the bug admits that they're just, I didn't get 100 locations. Okay. You know, they got a few. Huh. Didn't Goat actually get all 100 He legitimately earned the, that <laughs> I think that's the yeah. first thing he did was go yeah. from hotspot to hotspot. Just like, okay. Got this one. Yep. 
Got this one. Because in like in less than 24 hours, he had a whole, all 100 of them. Um, she hasn't posted about Watch Dogs since then. So. No, but he's talked to me personally about Watch Dogs. So he's either, and I've seen him on Xbox Live playing Watch Dogs. So he's either taunting me very well, <laughs> or uh, he, he's still playing the game. Um, I think a little bit of both. Yeah. So, so here's here's the thing. That one Ubisoft thread is now at, as of about two hours ago, it was at 144 pages, which yeah. is 1,440 posts. <laughs> so that means poten- hundreds, potentially thousands of people, not include, obviously not including people who haven't reported into the forums and stuff like that, that their game is broken. They can't even get into the game, and if they want to get into the game, they have to start all over. And Ubisoft has told one of the only things Ubisoft has told us is that if you start playing the game again, it's probably going to happen again. So we advise you to just kind of sit tight while we try to figure out what it is. I'm surprised this didn't come up in like beta testing and. Well, see, here, here's the thing about that. Beta testing for games like Watch Dogs are done in very closed environments to the point where you wouldn't even be able to connect to Uplay. So if Uplay really is the culprit here, it wouldn't even be a part of the beta testing. Like, they're just playing the game to see if any of the core game is being... If there's any way you can break it beyond, you know, all recognition and stuff like that. Uplay doesn't factor into that because, again, this is probably what happens. I'm not... I don't work at Ubisoft, so I don't know for certain. There's probably entirely different teams that manage Uplay stuff and Watchdog stuff. And somewhere along the way, no, these two teams didn't think. It's just like, hey, let's make sure this all works correctly. That is, is coming from a guy that works with not video game programmers, but programmers. Yeah. Um, I, I see it quite often where, you know, if, 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 if somebody turns in something to me that's, that's like a big change, then, it, yeah, it's something that they tested themselves. Right. But it's happened to me multiple times where... I've asked for like some little small change to be implemented into uh-huh. into a program or something. Yeah, they give it back to me, and it's like so far not right. <laughs> but like, like immediately, I'm just like, you didn't actually check your work, did you? <laughs> and they were like, oh, um, no, I didn't think I needed to. <laughs> so you know, it's let me just go back through that. Yeah, yeah, I mean, my I'm the OCD kind of person where it's like every little every time I make a change, I check it just to make sure. Yeah, um, but. You know, I'm I don't I'm not a programmer for a living, and so I, I can understand where you know when you've got a whole you know a list a mile long of like little bugs and tweaks and things that you have to work on. Right. Where if your job is to like change like a line of dialogue, that you need to boot up the game and make sure the dialogue doesn't appear correctly right. because certain things you just expect are going to work right. Right. So it, it's entirely possible that just the integration of the UPlay stuff could just be one of those things where they said okay, and then when this bit gets flipped, this content becomes available. They, they, right. they need to check it because right. why wouldn't that work? Right. And Charlie, you actually brought up a, uh, a good suggestion um, when my problems first started coming up and I started uh, being really angry about them on social media. Um, Charlie's suggestion was, well, can't you just delete the DLC and it should be fine? No, because the Uplay stuff is on disc, like old school unlockable stuff that Uplay tells the game this should be unlocked. And I think that's what's happening here. I think that the game is trying to like ping Uplay's servers and saying this like, is this unlocked or not? So it's trying to look for like my specific account and it can't find it. And so that's what that's what causes it to freeze right there on the loading screen. 
That could be possible. Yeah, I've uh, since day one of like me first starting to deal with like watchdogs and you play online. Yeah, like you play everything you play mm -hmm. has been slow and buggy and like been running like crap for me. Right, and so I I am. I am completely convinced that Uplay servers are being overloaded by watchlogs. That they were not, they were not ready for this. I don't know how they weren't ready for this. I right. never understand how a company isn't ready for like, hey, we're going to be releasing a game that has like five million <laughs> copies already pre-ordered. Uh, yeah, this Especially one. Especially watchlogs. We're going to yeah. be releasing yeah. the most anticipated <laughs> yeah. game of the year. Yeah, that little one-core five-year-old server sitting in the corner should be fine to run all that. <laughs> No, <laughs> I'm exaggerating, of course. But well, um, see, and, and Ubisoft has had a lot of problems with Uplay before. I mean, I remember when Assassin's Creed Four came out, the game would freeze straight up if you had more than a hundred friends on your friends list, yeah. and it was somehow tied to Uplay authentication. Yeah. So it was just like, and Uplay, keep in mind, is also a system put in place to try to prevent piracy. And here we are, you know, we're getting reports from. You know, the people who have cracked the game and are playing it illegally and stuff like that, they don't have a single problem. Not a single one. So not only that you play failed in putting out a pirated copy of the game, but the people who are playing illegitimate copies of the game are enjoying it better than the people who have the legitimate copies of the game. Uh, that, uh, I believe we've heard this story before with other games. Yeah. <laughs> Um, yeah, so like, I mean, like, for when, when the game first came out, before I had even, because I pre-ordered my copy off of Amazon, so, right. I, you know, when midnight came and went, you know, I was going to be getting my copy in a couple hours of work, but I did fire up the CTOS mobile app, just to kind of check that out, <laughs> I couldn't even get it to connect, it wouldn't even either. see Ubisoft servers at all. I couldn't either. And so, yeah, I'm, I mean, I'm, I'm, I mean, I, I think most people are beyond convinced at this point that Uplay is the main culprit here. Right. Um, it's just a matter of, yeah, like you said, the matter of Ubisoft trying to figure out what the hell the problem is and fixing it. And see, uh, this obviously isn't the only bug that's out there. I mean, so a lot of PC users, like if they have um, AMD parts in their computer, apparently the game is not playing nice at all. And they yeah. need to put everything on like the lowest settings, even if they have like state-of-the-art graphics hardware and stuff like that. Um, AMD, uh, like only pissed. only Nvidia stuff. There's all sorts of conspiracies that yeah. Nvidia is like paying off Ubisoft. It's just like make it better on our stuff, you know. Which you know, choose to believe those if you will. I personally don't. Um, so I, I, it, it's just unfortunate, especially considering that Watch Dogs was delayed at least the six months between, well, seven months between November when it was supposed to come out and late May. Um, yeah, I remember uh, that little post that I threw up in the Players Club of I uh, enjoy uh, with GTA Five come visit Chicago on yeah when yeah. when uh, when GTA Five came out in September it was like enjoy Los Santos we'll be uh, in time to come to Chicago in like November or something yeah. like that yeah I remember that and I remember it was delayed at least six months I think it might have been delayed again before that because it was originally supposed to be spring. I feel like there were two delays it was yeah. supposed to be I think it was supposed to be spring of last year and then they pushed it back to fall to coincide with the next gen consoles and stuff like that and then they pushed it back again and so the the fact that it's been delayed. So Probably long. at least twice, is and the, the fact that all these problems are still popping up. It's like, I don't get it. Is it just yeah. me? So like, I don't know how it looks on the PS4. I'm playing on an Xbox One. Mm -hmm. um, I'm not really impressed with the visuals. Well, see, that's been another source of controversy even before the game came out. Was that um, the game has had a massive downgrade in visuals right. between when it was it. first shown off at E3 2012 compared to. Um, 
compared to how it is now, you know, actually on our home platforms and stuff like that. And I was at E3 2012, and I remember seeing at the Ubisoft booth, they had a giant screen with that trailer playing constantly, along with, like, Assassin's Creed and stuff like that. And it was, it like, it looked impressive, and I will agree that it doesn't look like it should look, um, or at least like that did, but that's something that's kind of commonplace for games now, I think. Um, like, they bite off more than they can chew, and then they have to scale it back well, to not get even it to necess- I, It doesn't even necessarily be that they need to scale it back, it's that they were always planning to scale it back. We're seeing this with more games now, where the initial trailer will look incredible. Like, you know, when the Watch Dogs trailer first dropped... Everyone was talking about it. Literally everyone. You know, over the years, we start to see more gameplay pop up and stuff like that, and everyone's starting to notice it's like, wait a minute. Little things like, the road's not reflective anymore. Or, like, suddenly you don't see, like, stupid little things like lens flare isn't a (laughs) thing anymore. It's like, clearly this isn't a J.J. Abrams thing anymore. Have you you seen the thing about the the reflections in the windows? I have. (laughs) Um, that seems like a really another stupid, really small oversight. But yeah. oddly, oddly enough, that uh, also happened in Borderlands. Oh, really? Yeah, and Borderlands was significantly less buggy than Watch Dogs yeah. has been. See, um, if, uh, for the for those that haven't caught this, apparently um, the reflections in the windows, like buildings or whatever, it's not an actual reflection of whatever's in front of it. So it's not actually like calculating it's in just, real time it's, like a mirror. It's just like a decal. It's like yeah, of an, of an intersection. <laughs> yeah. So no matter where you are, if you look in the if you look in the building, the reflection of whatever's in the glass is going to be just like this generic intersection the, the whether best, or not there's really an intersection the there. best the best one has been you know th- this person took a screenshot looking at his character to the right in the window where you see the street being reflected and stuff mm-hmm. like that then you look to the left and it's just like a fence <laughs> and you're like wow yeah this is a gate to the uh, to another world I, w- I would expect this kind of stuff on the ps3 and the 360 because of you know the, I, I would I would I would expect them to have to scale things down and take out tech and everything for the for right. Russian consoles. But, 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 but I mean, new, like, but on new consoles and PC, it seems is this lazy. stuff all on PC too? It is. Okay. Uh, it is. Uh, it's uh, the con. The new uh, the new consoles on PS4 and Xbox One are actually currently being hailed as the best versions of the game. Really, better than PC, just because of the problems they're having. Not or? just because of the problems, but just because a lot of like there seems to be, not be a ton of customization on the PC version, but also because I think it's something with um, you can have up to three gigs of video RAM on the consoles or something like that. I don't know. I, I I'd have to like find it and show it to you to make sense of it. But okay. it was something like you know, there's more dedicated RAM. On consoles, as opposed to dedicated video RAM on consoles, as opposed to on um, gaming rigs. And well, that stuff would depend like that. on the video card you have in your rig and how much RAM that card and has. And I, th- I think the o- I think the only um, cards that can handle th- like the same settings are supposed to be like upwards of a thousand dollars each or something like oh, that. Okay. So it's it's unreasonable to have a. Uh, right. You know, to to purchase a graphics card that's more than both next gen consoles combined. Right. <laughs> yeah. So, um, um, yeah, visuals, so, uh, I mean, I'm not going to really complain. Graphics aren't what I go into the game for. It's more the gameplay. And and see, this is something that I'm really disappointed about. Before I got the bug, I was really enjoying the game. Like, I was going through the game. Like, like a lot of people saw it on Facebook. I was just like, oh, man, that's really cool. That looks just like it. That forever loop doesn't look anything like CloudGate. I don't oh. know what the hell they were thinking. Or... Oh, <laughs> Charlie I... got really angry about that I one. Wanna, I want to talk about that. But, yeah, so, yeah, let, let, let's talk about our, our, our actual positive impressions of the game. So, yeah. <laughs> um, I, w- I 
I was really enjoying it. I was loving the the hacking technology. The story was actually starting to grip me. You know, it was something that felt unique. It was something that felt new. It was something that's just like, great, this is a game I'll probably actually mess around with. And there's, I was loving, like, going around the city of Chicago, a city that I know, I, I don't know as well as, like, Goat does, obviously, because he, he, I don't think anyone knows a city better than he does that I know, at least. <laughs> um... I was going around the city, and it's just like, I recognize that, I recognize that, and this should be over here, and it's right here, you know, it's not street for street, but it's something I can relate to, and it's gameplay that I really like, it's something that I can um, easily pick up, it makes me feel like a modern day wizard, <laughs> just being able to hack a, a street light or something like that, and I love it, which is why I just like... I want to play the game. Like, yeah. I just want to play the game. And I didn't, for some reason, I didn't get, like, super angry about the fact that the bug hit me until yesterday. I don't know what uh, it was about yesterday. It was just like, I want to play the fucking game. And I can't because Ubisoft is fucking. Anyway. So, have they actually, I, I miss if you said this. I'm sorry. Have they actually, they have not actually formally admitted that this is a problem that we're working on to get, right? Not in a terribly public forum okay. i mean you know they, they've popped in uh, they've had the like the forum managers pop into the uh, ever-growing thread on the ubisoft support forum saying just like hey this is what's happening here's this possible workaround everyone tries it and it doesn't work um you know so so they've made official words they're just not like you know they've done everything short of like announcing to the press it's just like hey tell everyone to cool it you know, and I can yeah. kind of see why because if they admit that this huge bug is out there, it's gonna it's yeah. gonna look bad on them. Yeah, because that, that's one of the reasons why people are being so crazy about it, and that 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 people are are live streaming the loading screen on on Twitch. Yeah, you know, just to, I was one of them, <laughs> <laughs> just to bring attention to this because it seems like people aren't are thinking that Ubisoft is not taking this seriously. Right. But um. But yeah. So but you know. Ch the, Char Charlie, from that there was actually one of those live streams that I think you would have actually enjoyed um, because one guy was playing it on PC and he was actually like picking the code apart, trying to figure out like like he had two windows oh open. nice and he had two windows open. And he was looking for like differences in like a perfectly good save file and his save sure. file oh, to yeah. try to figure out what it was. And I was looking at him like. I feel like I should tell Charlie about this. That would have that would have been interesting to see. I, he I, apparently found a fix for the PC version, and really? he was just like, "Oh my God, someone email Ubisoft," and they did, and they have yet to acknowledge it. So it's like, and that's one of the things that's making all of us so, just so pissed off. It's just like, guys, just all it, I want is to know if my save file is good or not. Because if my save file is toast, it's like I'll just start a new game. And not link you play. Yeah. <laughs> as pissed as you'll be having to go through as all, as all that. Yeah. I mean, I probably won't pick up the game again until, like, September at this point. Unless, they, unless they put out a patch, like, tomorrow. Right. So... But um, okay, so you know, I I didn't get as far in it as you did. You know, I played the 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 one night that I got it, and I played for maybe like four or five hours, something like that. Yeah. Um, but as of, from what I played, like I I am enjoying the gameplay. I'm enjoying mm -hmm. the game mechanics. I'm enjoying like all the different stuff that there is to do. Right. Like that's one of my favorite things about open world games when they do it right is just that, you know, there's um, you know, there's you know, it's it's not just it, you know they're they're taking advantage of the open world, um, and just the the amount of stuff that there is to do. Okay. Um. The um some of the some of the driving for me is a little wonky, especially some of those high performance yeah. sports cars. I found to be really hard to control. Yeah, there was there was one side mission where I had to um, um, you know, basically get in one of these cars and um because like it was you know part of a robbery or whatever, and I had to right. get rid of it. And so um, 
like I, I try and avoid those when mm-hmm. I'm picking my own cars just because they're so hard to control and because I, I was forced was, to drive this something thing. that you and Goat even dropped into my Twitch stream about. I, maybe it was just Goat where he was mentioning it's just like you don't have to hit everything from point A to point <laughs> B by the way. And a lot yeah. of that was because I'm just like I can't control this car. Okay, let's go. Yeah, it's like it's like are the wheels made of butter? Like I I I, 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 I flicked this st- And if they're not, why aren't they? <laughs> Um, yeah, just yeah, the kind of thing where it's like you you intend to like correct your steering like a degree, and you end up throwing a car into a tailspin. Like, <laughs> what? <laughs> That's not an oh. exaggeration, no. folks. I, I actually got it. Uh, one may have been the same mission that you're talking about, where as soon as you get in the car, all of a sudden police are tailing you. Yeah. I one of the times I was going through it, they shot out all four tires, but I still kept going and shredded the tires off. Okay. Well, they even had the rims sparking after that. that. Was, I'm like, that was, that's... that's the only thing that if I'm in the middle of a mission that I'll go into the pause menu and just like restart. Because if, if, I'm, if I've lost even one tire, like I can't even control it. It's just like, fuck it. Especially if I'm trying to get, the, get away from cops. It's just like, no chance. Not a chance. I, I was seeing how far I could actually get. I got maybe like 10 seconds after that, and then they shot shot me in through the car i'm like yeah i'm restarting (laughs) but but aside from that i I like the hacking mechanics as wholly as unrealistic as they are (laughs) (laughs) i mean like i was gonna say you're probably uniquely qualified to uh be able to provide some insight in that for us i mean it's like okay we are talking about a video game i am perfectly aware of this this is as much as glenn beck likes to think not a life simulator Or a tutorial on how to hack things. But right. I digress from that. Um, you know, I mean, technically speaking, like the idea of just pointing your phone at something, it, it understanding that that's the thing that you want to hack into and that that's that, how it works. And the idea dumb. of magically <laughs> hopping from security camera to another one just because it can see each other, yeah. even though they're probably on completely separate closed circuit networks. And like <laughs> the actual feasibility of what they're showing off in this game is not realistic in any way, shape or form, but being for a video game, it's a lot of fun. Like it kind of makes is, you feel, this is the part yeah. where someone listening to this podcast who doesn't know Charlie is like, I'll bet this guy's fun at parties. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I am actually, you are. Yes. So. <laughs> um, the the thing that got to me the most about the game, and like this is only, probably only because I live here, and I mean I don't know Chicago, like you said, not like Goat does. Yeah. But I I've, I I I love Chicago. Like right. I, I love the city. I love going there whenever I can get there. Yeah. Um. And so you know I was really looking forward to like being in Chicago, and they absolutely got the feel of it right. And yeah. you know, this is something that they that they've said in interviews when they're talking about how they put the, how they put it together. It's like you know they couldn't copy Chicago street for street because that would make a really horrible video game map. I mean it just yes. it just it just would. Right. Um, and so like my problem isn't with like the layout. Um, but you know, so it's, it's, so putting that aside, it's it's you know, it's they, with they, the authenticity. Um, yeah. So yeah, with certain things. So it's like you know, they they you know they got the, um, like I say, they they definitely got the feel of it right. Like mm-hmm. there are bums playing drums on upside down plastic <laughs> rails. I mean, like you know, the you know, it's a little things in like in the that. parts of town where they would be doing that kind yes, of thing. Too. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> um, I read an article about um. How um oh it was the one you posted actually where they were talking about um you know the um they were originally calling uh like soda versus pop yeah like you know a lot of the uh the the local um flavor and just like you know the you know different you know the local uh what's the word I'm looking for um vernacular for things yeah. about, you know the different you know different ways they call how we things say things um yeah they, they 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 very much pay a lot of attention to getting all of that or right. like or like one of my favorite examples is that in the dialogue originally they had the word shy town in it a few times. 
when oh everyone from Chicago is just like, we don't use that word. That's yeah. dumb. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, yeah, exactly. But then they said that like that like one in ten people like said that they would use that that word, but like the rest of the nine people were like, no, that's and dumb. so they left it in like maybe twice. Uh, like, yeah, exactly. So it's it's in there just enough so that you hear it a couple times because a couple people do say it. And so, but yeah, so it's, it was that kind of attention to the details of things that I liked. But it's the big things that for me are very, very weird. So like. Uh, you know, if anybody's ever seen pictures of Chicago from the last, I don't know what decade or whatever, you're probably familiar with uh, what most people call the bean. Um, it's which a, is officially known as Cloudgate, right. but no one here calls it that. Right. I like and the bean um, better. Yeah, and so it is a uh, just in case you're you're not sure what I'm referring to, it is a giant, and by giant I mean probably like two, three story tall. Yeah, um, <laughs> silver metallic bean like kidney bean it's, shaped uh, kidney bean shaped sculpture it's it's pretty much a uh, law of physics that anyone that ever encounters it has to take a selfie in it yes <laughs> yep it is literally like like mirror chrome finish yeah like, and that's one of the reasons why it's called Cloudgate is because looking in it you can see a re actually a really cool reflection of the city skyline and the clouds behind it and everything right. whatever. Yeah, yeah um and you can like kind of go into whatever um so um uh, so I went to where the sculpture is right outside of Millennium Park, and um, I went there, and I was like, oh, hey, look, they got that, yeah, wait, that, wait, hang on, there's a for, hole yeah, in the for, middle for, of that. For, for <laughs> you're just like, oh, hey, it's the bean, and then you get closer, and you're like, wait a minute, it's a giant wavy donut. <laughs> <laughs> so... Uh, Picture in your mind's eye, if you will, a upside down kidney bean so that the arch of it is underneath it. So this is what the actual Cloudgate sculpture is like. And so right. you can walk in underneath it. Right. This is that, but with a hole in the middle. And so now it is, like you said, like a like a wavy donut. That's actually very good. Um, <laughs> and so it's like, okay, that's that's not right at all. And so then uh, on, on all these landmarks and sculptures and things, you can basically read like this in-game descriptions about them. Right. And so the description for this it's actually very like snarky and like yeah I remember you like, posting it yeah it's um oh here I'll just I'll just read it verbatim hang on one second so they call it the forever sculpture because I guess it's supposed to be like an infinity loop kind of sort of because it goes in a yeah, loop or some whatever some shit um and so the in-game description of it is we here in Chicago are as open-minded and diverse a group as it comes <laughs> <That's>, <laughs> okay and that's why we don't mind when they take up space with giant pretentious sculptures <laughs> This was one of Joseph DeMarco's first gifts to the city. He claims the title Forever symbolizes Chicago's resilience, but I suspect it has more to do with how long we'll have to look at the damn thing. <laughs> now, I wonder if that's supposed to be from the perspective of Aiden. Or if it's just if it's just someone who like wrote that. No, because these are the descriptions on like the in-game Foursquare type thing, and so like this is like oh okay yeah, yeah, yeah. so um. With, with with the amount of just like snark and disdain that's in that description to me, mm -hmm. it feels like. So so my my initial knee jerk reaction is that they 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 intentionally like it's it's almost like a mockery yeah of the of the real sculpture because they you know they 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 change it and then they put this description on it. it's like oh we hate this thing so we changed it because it's stupid right and it's like. Okay, I, I, I personally, I, obviously I have not talked to every single person that lives in the city of Chicago, but right. I, have never, I have never met somebody that has that attitude towards the bean. It's fine, it's a, it's a tourist attraction, whatever, right. but I mean, like, it's kind of cool. Like, it's not yeah. like people saying Chi-Town. Like, it's not something that we all, like, look at and say, <laughs> don't do that. Like, so I, I, I don't know where that, where, that, where that snark comes from. Like, it's just weird to me. Maybe it's just, it, like, the whole, uh, like, uh, well, part of Ubisoft is based in, uh, 
you know, a large part of Ubisoft is in Canada, and they've got Toronto, which is supposed to be, like, the most beautiful city ever, and so maybe it's just a whole, like, Toronto versus Chicago city rivalry or something like that. Yes, this is, I mean, if you're right, I, I hope you're not right, because this is not the place for that, like. <laughs> yeah, well, you know. Yeah. So, like, this is not, like. Maybe the designer just really hates Chicago. Well, then he got the wrong job. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Like, all right. So, but so me finding this led into a pretty lengthy discussion in the players club about like why, what are the potential reasons why they needed to change the sculpture? Right. And uh, the the article that Mike linked to basically said, um, you know, the designers of Ubisoft, were, you know, they were saying like we did our best to get the feel of it right, but there are certain things we had to change for like trademark reasons, yeah, or copyright reasons, or right. whatever the right word is for that. And right. I don't get that personally. Like mm -hmm. I understand. So, so I can take a picture of the bean, and I don't need to pay anybody for right. it. I can, I can draw a picture of it. I can uh, well, remember. You can take a picture of it. Can't sell it. Can't I? Nope. Uh, so, what do you, what do you base that on? Copyright law. But I'm not claiming to have made it. I'm just taking a photograph, and I'm the photographer, so I've got the rights for the picture. Why can't I sell it? That's a legal gray area, but it, it, it's it's something that if someone could see, here's here's the thing: if you sell that photograph, you could be like, "Yeah, this is my artistic expression of it and stuff like that." You're not Ubisoft, who's creating a game that's millions of people are going to purchase and see and stuff like that. So it's probably something along the lines of they would have had to pay licensing fees for it, and that's not something they want to do, especially considering that they have for like CloudGate, for example. If they pay licensing fees for it, then they have to sculpt it in-game, and then they have to make sure it's absolutely perfect. Because imagine how much bitching there's going to be from people like you and me and Goat and... Not really Dan. He doesn't bitch about anything. Um, <laughs> oh, I bitch about stuff. <laughs> um, imagine how much bitching there's going to be from actual Chicagoans. It's just like, well, this part's not right. You know, so they, can, so they took a little bit of, like, creative freedom to try to uh, try to uh, get away from all that like that's one of the reasons why soldier field isn't in the game because then they'd have to license it from you know the city of chicago or whoever owns you know soldier field and stuff like that so so, see, so since you mentioned that like I, I i can kind of understand why the sports elements are not in there like you know as you know being right, yeah, or whatever yeah. because it's like there are like when it comes to the sports people are like like weird like you know it's like if you <laughs> i know like you know if you you know if you've got you know a guy living in california and he's like or uh, here's a better example if you've got a guy who's living in wisconsin he's a diehard packers fan if you've got soldier field and the bears like you're in chicago so one would expect that it'd be there but nonetheless if you're gonna have people who are like i'm not playing this game because the bears are in the bear. <laughs> Man, i like cheese like you know like <laughs> So it's like I, Charlie I, Worthy has won the award for most accurate depiction of a Green Bay fan ever. After I get back from Wisconsin today, wow, that does fit it. So I, I, I get why they they left the sports part of that because that that just seems like it's it's would be touching too many nerves. Right. I don't understand why you can't. Okay, so here here's an example that I have. Mm -hmm. I currently have in front of me Google Earth. Where it has replicated in three dimensions the bean, right, as well as the entire rest of Chicago, because it, you know they've they've redone it all in three D. I mean, like, and this is this is literally photographs of it recreated in three dimensions. So this is both of the examples that we're talking about, right? Why can Google do this, but Ubisoft can't? Google's using it as a reference tool when Ubisoft is using it Google as Google Earth is also tool. a commercial product. Remember also though that a large part of this is probably because it's a video game and video game. No, no, no. I, 
I know you and I know that there's no harm here. <laughs> okay, all right. But you have to remember that the people who like own the licenses to these and stuff like that are probably just like, oh, I hear nothing but bad stuff about video games from Glenn Beck, and so I don't want you to have my thing in your game. You know that has to be part so, of it. So do you think that they were trying to avoid the the the, uh, the the possibility of the artist of the beans coming and saying, like, I have a problem with your game, and there, I have a problem with... Therefore, I have a problem with my art being in your game. I think that's. I think that's exactly it. Uh, okay. Well, because look at it this way. I had, I had another friend from work who said something about like, well, what about the licensed music in the game? They didn't have a problem with that. And I'm like, okay, hang on a second. Yeah, they paid for that. Well, yeah, but and they and they there. I said that, and then their response was, well, why didn't they pay the license for like Soldier Field or something like that? And I'm like. Two reasons. One, you license music, you just throw the music in and it's there. If you license a building, suddenly you have to sculpt the building and then it takes man hours to create in a video game. Uh, but they, uh, I, well, I have a problem with that argument because they had to create the building that ended up being there. And so... You, you, not, 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 My point so, is they wouldn't pay for something that they have to spend their own labor on. So uh, if, they, if they just create a parody thing, they're just creating it. They don't also have to pay a licensing fee. But my problem with that argument is that either way, you're pay, you, you have to sit there and create this building. So either you, can, you have to additionally spend the time to imagine one up in the first place, or you can just recreate this thing that's already there that you can go out and take pictures of, and it's a real thing, and you just have to copy it. To me, that seems easier. Well, right, but... Again, keep in mind, the only thing they re they're really paying for is the name. Like, the right to call this stadium that looks like Soldier Field, Soldier Field, and maybe change it up just enough so that they can get by through parody and stuff like that. It's probably the same thing with the Forever Loop. You know, they probably just change it up just enough so it's just like, you, you know what this is, but well, it's not that. Why <laughs> couldn't they do the skyline correctly then? Have that. I have a feeling part of that is just because they didn't want to have the. Uh, That's they, one thing that pisses me off in the game. I think they, I mean, they didn't do a horrible job with the skyline, but it's obviously not. You know, no, they shifted on. buildings and took buildings. I mean, out. a lot of that might have to do with the fact that they had to change the map to make it a playable video game. I yeah, mean, so yeah. that may have just been a result of that. Um, but uh, but yeah, no, same. same you know, if they came back and they said, well, we had to alter the skyline for copyright reasons, then I would have the same argument. Oh, yeah. Like, yeah. That doesn't make any sense. Um, but Who I, owns I, a copyright on Chicago? I mean, like, what? From <laughs> <Rahm> Emanuel? <laughs> um, I don't know. I, I mean, the fact of the matter is, it's still a good game and yeah, stuff yeah. like that. I mean, This I, is all nitpick, for yeah, sure. Yeah. I, have a, I have a feeling this is one of the big reasons why you most likely see uh, open-world games take place in fictional cities that are just obviously right. influenced by, like, Los Angeles and Montreal and, and New York and stuff like that. But it never calls it that. The same thing with, like, Grand Theft Auto 4 and, and New York or New Liberty City. Liberty like, City. This is absolutely Times Square. Not all the right buildings, not all the right stores, but I mean, it is Times Square. <laughs> right. So Same kind of thing. I just don't get it. Just wish I could fucking play it. <laughs> yeah, then there's that. It makes you um, feel better. I probably got the same amount of time in as Charlie, only five hours. <sighs> yeah, but I am choosing not to play it in solidarity with my good friend over here. No, you're not. <laughs> I've chosen not. But to it play sounds it really good when I say it. <laughs> I've chosen not to play it in front of my kids. That's probably wise. <laughs> That's just good parenting. Yeah. <laughs> After, so that, that was so you're so you're very much waiting for that Sony VR headset. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, yes. <laughs> and the and the and the hopeful possibility of being able to pop one eye open so you can still watch your kids. 
God, they'll probably somehow get just drawn saw, in. They'll just saw it in half. <laughs> okay, you're good. <laughs> I know that doesn't work. <laughs> anyway, so that's what we think of Watch Dogs. Or what I wish I could think about Watch Dogs, but fucking Ubisoft. Anyway, that's what we think. Let's see what you guys think. Okay, so nobody answered the mailbag question. Guys! Oh, must all be busy, busy playing, playing. Or they have oh. broken files. <laughs> I like Dan's excuse better. Let's go with that. Um, but, of course, we have an email from Songbird this week. Uh, Songbird says, Dear Viking Jesus, D- Dan, and Technotronicorn. It doesn't say goat at all. It says Dan. See? See? Dan. See? You saw it. I saw it. <laughs> uh, mailbag statement? I don't know what you guys are talking about, considering there's not even a release date for the Wii U um, version of Watch Dogs, I'm assuming. It's totally going to be the best version compared to the rest. You poor, poor gamer. <laughs> I mean, no disrespect for the Wii U. I was more excited for Mario Kart 8 this week than, you know, Watch Dogs, but... Do we know what oh, they're going to do with the with the display on the Wii U for Watch Dogs? Have they said that at all? No. But, so but, I, if it, but if it's not like a virtual phone, they're really missing out on a, on a great opportunity. Which, real quick, I forgot to mention this in the feature, but side note, I it blows my mind that there isn't even that there isn't a companion app or smart class app for Watch Dogs. Yeah. Like, that just, like... I mean, there is the companion app, but it doesn't work. But, I mean, that, that, that that's a whole separate thing. Like, that... Oh, you... you, you I mean, I, I actually mean a companion phone app. into, like, click... I want to have the map next to me in my inventory, and I'll, I want to have, you know, like, like, um, like uh, um, Dead Rising 3. I want to like have... Like Assassin's Creed 4 had a Ubisoft game themselves. Yeah. What the hell, Ubisoft? Yeah. Th- yeah. Get on our I, level. I can't believe still, I just like, said just that. for my actual <laughs> phone, just hit a button on the phone and it hacks in the game. Oh, God. <laughs> hey, that, I want that I'm commercial sorry, okay. to be accurate. My my, my reaction wasn't was was uh, preemptive. I thought you were going to say like you wanted your phone to actually hack like that in real life. Oh God, no, <laughs> so, no, no! That's where my reaction Charlie was coming from. Evict you from the house immediately. <laughs> I think this you don't know turn- how anything works. That's what it turned into. The Cards Against Humanity. He just walks out of the house. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we have to do that again soon. Yes, we do. Um. Songbird says, it's rather funny when the game about the fragileness of technology is also having tech issues itself. That said, what game did you experience your first major bug? Uh, Watch Dogs! (laughs) (laughs) Honestly, I've been really good at avoiding major bugs and stuff like that because I was always... I either, A, didn't get games, like, straight off, like, early, or, you know... If I did, they were back in the day when all the games were fixed from the get-go and you didn't have to wait for a patch to be able to play the fucking game! Or you could just blow in the cartridge, put it in, and... I'm not bitter at all, guys. I totally didn't spend an hour yesterday photoshopping together a fake box art for Loading Screen Simulator 2014. (laughs) That took you an hour? No. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Like 45 minutes. Most of that was getting rid of the old text. Ah, okay. So... You need uh, to become familiar with Photoshop's uh, context-aware re- removal tool? No. No, but you do. That would've, it would have taken you five seconds. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> He's got some Photoshopping to do once he gets home. Some Photoshop home. learning to do. <laughs> Charlie, you know me better than that. See, this is all right, why all the stuff he's, this is why all the stuff he says he's going to Photoshop hasn't been Photoshopped yet. <laughs> You've been keeping track, haven't you? <laughs> I'm going to go through all the episodes and there tell you it There may be up. a spreadsheet. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> Charlie can help you with spreadsheets. Fucking. What about you guys? What was the first major bug you ever encountered in the game? Not including actual major bugs. 
<laughs> I was playing Earth Defense Force. Uh, <laughs> I was playing Jet Force Gemini. That's a throwback. Yeah, wow. Wow, yeah. That, um, that was my first console game, guys. Um, something <laughs> happened to my... Was it... Ah, was it... I think it was Fallout 3. There was some game. No, uh, it was um, Mass Effect. My Mass Effect 2 save got borked somehow. And so in preparation for Mass Effect 3, I had to replay Mass Effect 2 all over again. Oh, you poor thing. Yeah, I mean, like, which is... They're, they're, from a guy who's got first a backlog... <laughs> yes, yes. It's definitely a first world problem. And But that being said, coming from a guy whose backlog is as long as my arm, like, the last thing I wanted to do was... <laughs> in what font size? <laughs> 42. <laughs> I don't care. Okay. <laughs> uh, but just coming from a guy who um, would rather play a new game and not replay one he's already played, yeah. Um, yeah, that was annoying. Um, and the the other one in memory, of course, is the um, the Battlefield Four um, fiasco, is what I'm calling it. Um, <laughs> there was uh, I feel like I feel like there was another one, but I can't remember what it was right now. Dan, I haven't really encountered that many bugs in games where I've ever really noticed it where it affected my game other than Mass Effect 3. I just couldn't complete one mission because if you mm -hmm. save after doing one, it for some reason won't let you finish that other mission. I or, know what you're talking about. I, I it was of. like one of the first missions that you could do through the game and then it's like still not completed. Go back to the guy. It's like Nope, can't complete it. It's still saying the same dialogue, everything. Won't let you advance with it. I'm like... Now that I think eh. about it, I, th I think I had a similar problem in uh, one of the Dragon Age games where I just couldn't turn in a quest or something like that. Mm -hmm. And it was like a big, like, it was like a main quest. So I had to revert back to a previous save, which, by the way, would probably be the so the solution to oh, Watch yeah. Dogs, the fact that I don't have more than one save. <laughs> God yeah, damn it. Can you guys tell that I'm not bitter at all about Watch Dogs <laughs> not working? Not even a little tiny bit. Shut up, Charlie. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. Sometimes minds think alike. So when looking at the logo for Watch Dogs, what do you see? I see Loading Simulator 2014. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't posted that on the fan page. I need to do that. <laughs> um, I um, now is she referring to like the the like the W logo, or is she referring to like the the font Watch Dogs, like? What did she say? Sometimes minds think alike. So when looking at the logo for Watch Dogs, what do you see? That's just what it says. I'm, I'm, I'm assuming... W and a B? If, yeah, if I... It, honestly, um, and I, I have a feeling this is what she might be referring to. If you look at the, the, the WV logo, I keep seeing like a, a skinnier version of the Dream Theater logo. I see Volkswagen. <laughs> well, you're weird. <laughs> no, kidding. <laughs> I haven't even seen a Jetta in the game. <laughs> um, I I still look at it and see the Dream Theater logo, and I'm just like, oh boy, they're gonna have Dream Theater in the game. No, <laughs> but that's just me. I just turned uh, the music off. How dare I, you? The music's actually pretty good. Except I throw for, on uh, the Tron handful. soundtrack. Okay, that's I figure it works. That's more acceptable. Um, I find myself getting really excited whenever Alkaline Trio comes on the in-game radio. <laughs> I'm, I'm not even sure why. <laughs> Maybe it's just because they're from, like, right over there, so... Yeah. Whatever. Apparently, I had an English teacher that uh, taught the three of them in high school. Oh, cool. So I'm like, that's cool, I guess. Um, Songbird says, I had no idea Chicago had alternate realities. If a tourist was to go to Chicago to experience such a wonder, what advice would you give them? 
if you've played Watch Dogs, don't expect the same thing. <laughs> <laughs> Charlie would tell you, uh, you can't hack streetlights with... Um... <laughs> The, with your phone. The bean is whole. <laughs> the, the bean is a whole thing. Uh, there's actually several stadiums, not just May Stadium. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> to stay away from the south side of the city. The, you, you'll know when you cross that line. <laughs> yeah. Suddenly it gets very quiet. And your door's locked by themselves. <laughs> <laughs> And there's cages on all the windows everywhere. We're not joking, guys. Yeah. It'll be a nice neighborhood. Board it up. <laughs> yeah. You know what? You know what's strange? Um, speaking of, uh, you know, what we were talking about, about places being in and stuff like that. You know what I found strange that's in Watch Dogs? Hmm. Navy Pier. But it's, like, not even close to being Navy Pier. But, like, the sign that says Navy Pier is there. And then there's a bunch of buildings on a pier. But there's no, like... Is there a big Ferris wheel? I no. haven't gotten that far. No. How do you... Okay, wait a second. <laughs> Hang on. How do you even... They got the tourist speed boats right. Yeah, but no Ferris wheel? That, that's... That, I mean, that's the, that's the thing. That's the one thing that if anybody thinks of Navy Pier, I think I'm safe in saying that is the thing that everybody thinks of I, as the giant I, Ferris I, I wheel. I agree. I mean, like... If you have to, like, fudge it to not be the real thing, I mean, like, put in a roller coaster. Put in, like, <laughs> something else. Like, the one, a single giant... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, wow, really? Okay. Yeah, and it's like they call it Millennium Park, and they call, they call it Navy Pier, and they call it Willis Tower, but apparently for a different reason than is the real reason. Um, Sears Tower... Well, yes, that's a different matter entirely, <laughs> but not one that's related to watchdogs at all. Um, but so, no, I, I guess um, I guess in the game they say the Willis Tower is named after a musician and not the Willis Holding Group that it's actually named after or something like that. Um, they could have totally yeah. scored points with local Chicagoans and just kept calling it the Sears Tower. Yes, yes, they could have done that. <laughs> that would have been awesome. And no one outside of Chicago would have known any better. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We've been hacked. Yeah. <laughs> so anyway. Um, yeah, I can't think of any other advice other than everything you guys just said. Mostly don't go to the south side of the city. Yeah. Get a hot dog. <laughs> or an Italian beef. Or a deep dish pizza. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now I'm hungry again, guys. <laughs> yeah. A deep dish pizza. <laughs> that's true. Uh, that's everything, right, guys? Um, I believe so. Cool. What are we uh, talking about next week? We're starting E3 next week. <laughs> uh, Gird your loins, Charlie. <laughs> Wait, why? <laughs> I, that's bad. I don't like that that's your advice. You said that so perfectly innocently. <laughs> so, yeah, oh. so next week we're going to be talking about our E3 predictions. So, Yeah, so if there's any... Uh, if there's any outlandish like things you want to see at E3 or anything like that. Uh, keep in mind, folks, we're recording our next episode on Saturday, June 7th, um, not Sunday like we normally do because uh, Goat and I have a show on the night of Sunday, so we're not going to be able to record on the same day. Um, so uh, send us any of your crazy predictions. Cubs wants, win the World Series. Even your realistic E3 predictions. predictions <laughs> even your realistic ones. If you want, or just something you want to see. Like, I want to see more footage from... Uh, 
Mirror's Edge two, you know, something like that, which is probably going to happen. So, side yeah. note, I use um, I use an app on my phone called uh, TimeHop, which basically like shows me like my my social media posts from like this day, like in the previous years. Yeah, and I think it was either three or f- I think it was three years ago. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, it, this this week is when E three was happening. Yeah, and um, I uh, I apparently posted. Ooh, that uh, that game from the makers of Shadow of the Colossus with the giant kitty bird looking thing looks really cool. I can't wait to play it. <laughs> I read that and I was like, oh damn it. <laughs> Maybe they'll finally go give us a PS4. glimmer of hope in that. Confirmed for PS4 this week. That'll get me to buy a PS4 if Last Guardian actually gets announced and comes out. I would out. hope other things would also get you to buy a PS4, but that would be well. A no, good it would to require a it. console exclusive, and that's the only one that is out that has that would mess yeah, i haven't played the others you don't need to i know but still dude seattle yeah <laughs> <laughs> you could you could literally go to microsoft's doorstep and be all hey bitch bam and just punch it by the way speaking of microsoft so steve ballmer has the clippers now mm-hmm. why isn't their mascot clippy <laughs> <laughs> <It's> okay, <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> I have no more response for that. <laughs> how can I help you? <laughs> how accurate was Seattle in uh, Infamous? Relatively accurate. I mean, it wasn't as big, but it was still like... More accurate than <laughs> Chicago is. Well, I don't know. Shows. I've never been to Seattle. Oh, so as enough. long as the Space Needle was there, it's just like, hey! Okay! <laughs> but Microsoft's building was there? Had Microsoft on the side of it? No, Microsoft's building wasn't there. Oh, okay. <laughs> So if somebody from Seattle could email these two and let them know how infamous Are they from, like, Bellevue, Washington, not, like, Seattle, Washington? Or? I don't know what that means. That's an actual city. Okay. Like, aren't they from... Whatever. Um, but there was a cat on the chair. She's playing the drums. Oh, they're from... They're in Redmond. That was close. Yeah. Nintendo's Bellevue. No, no, Valve is Bellevue. Mm. All these... Anyway, um... So yeah, uh, if Goat were here, he'd want to remind you that uh, 29 Needles will be performing at Take 20 in Rockford, Illinois on June 8th, which is why we're recording the show a day early next week. Um, uh, We're opening up for Threat Signal, Affiance, and Black Tide. Um, I'm filling in on guitar for one night only. Uh, Tickets are 15 bucks in advance, 20 bucks at the door. Doors at 6 o'clock. Show starts at 6.30. All ages. It's a bar, but it's an all-age show, which is weird. Whatever. Um, I'll be there, too. Charlie will be there. Goat will be there. Dan, you are you? Gonna I think be there? I'm going to be there. You should be there. It's going to be really fucking weird. <laughs> I'll go there. <laughs> um, so, yeah, everyone in this room and everyone who's usually in this room will be there. Um, so, yeah, my, uh, my wife Michelle will be there if you want to ask her questions about Pokemon. <laughs> or her magical nether regions, you know. <laughs> I didn't think you'd want to encourage questions okay, about it, that kind of thing. I want to see hey, her response. Huh? Okay, I want to see her response. As Goat would say, blinds, blinds. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Charlie, do you have anything? Um, no, there's a, every possibility that my life is about to get a, get a heck of a war a lot busy over the next uh, two months, but uh, we'll see how that goes. Don't worry, not bad things, guys. No, not bad things. <laughs> Dan, do you have anything? 
Want to uh, advertise the post office? I work for the postal service. If you move, put in a move change address <laughs> form, please. You can do it online for God's sake, people. Every, it's that easy. I like how every time you come here, you make uh, you make like handy tips from post post carrier Dan. You know, it's like if are... I put your envelope in the wrong mailbox, just walk over and put it in the right mailbox. That was last time. Yeah, uh, <laughs> this time if you move, fill out a change address form. And yeah, that's simple. Go online. Postman it works Dan. a lot better. Mail tips from Postman Dan. I mean, like, I feel like this could be. A you could have your own podcast. Mail tips. Do it. Do it like once a month, though, but because I don't think a uh, postal think podcast yeah. will be good every week. <laughs> yeah, every week I'd run out of stuff. <laughs> um, How do I fix this stamp? <laughs> So anyway, if you like what you hear, like us on Facebook, facebook.com slash GamerHeadRadio. Follow us on Twitter, at GamerHeadRadio. I'm at VikingGamesLive. He's at T-E-K, Charlie. Dan, do you use Twitter anymore? No. Then fuck it. Um, <laughs> we're on Google+, Plus. we're on Stitcher Radio, we're on iTunes, we're on GamerHeadRadio.com, we're on the Google Head... The Google Head? <laughs> <laughs> the Gamerhead Radio app on Google Play. There we go. Uh, it's free. Please download it. Whatever avenue you listen to us on, please plus one us, five stars, upvote us, uh, give us five stars, whatever it is on whatever thing you listen Listen to us on. Um, if you have any questions, comments, concerns, quandaries, conundrums, or complaints, you can email us at editors at gamerheadradio.com. Call us at 94926 Gamer on the official Gamerhead Radio hotline, and we may or may not get to your voicemail. No, well, we will. I promise we will. We will. Because I'll throw a party because someone left call in. Please do. Sure. <laughs> Why won't what? Daddy let me play Watch Dogs? <laughs> We should hear Caden with the Lego games. I'll have him call I in. I know how Caden <laughs> is with the Lego games. Oh, I, did, did I see uh, Bat, Lego Batman 3 got announced? Awesome. Uh, yeah. Batman okay. in space! <laughs> okay, whatever. Um, this episode of Gamerhead Radio is brought to you by Watch Dogs Game of the Year Edition. We gave it a 90... This has been Gamerhead Radio. <laughs> Facebooking, live, Facebooking, live, Facebooking, live, Facebooking, live, Facebooking, live, Facebooking. Suddenly, Elmo. I don't think I've ever seen that look of fear on Charlie before. You didn't see him the first time I said it.